This is Dave Hawkins with The Antidote. Punk music has been called a dead genre. Tonight we're going to be speaking with Benjamin Lopez of the skate punk band Metanoia to give his viewpoint on punk music and Metanoia's music. Benjamin, thanks for joining The Antidote. Hi Dave, thank you for for your time. Metanoia has just recently released their album Retrocated Nunca with Thumper Punk Records. How was it that you hooked up with an American record label? Uh, well, uh, the thing is that uh, in our album, uh, we got some cover songs from uh, Dogwood, from Smiley Kids, and Craig's Brother. Once we had them ready, uh, we sent uh, the songs to every band, and it seems that they liked the songs. And after they, they got the songs, they shared through their Facebook page uh, the, the link to the songs. So that's how... Um, David Aaron from Thunderpunk Records listened to our music and th- then he got in touch with, with, with me. And that's how the thing uh, began. Most of the artists that we air on The Antidote are from the United States, but Metanoia is much further away than that. Can you tell us where you call home? The whole band is from Chile, the southern part of America, the long and thin country next to Argentina. That's Chile. That's where we live. And the name of your town is what? Well, my town is Temuco. It's not the, the capital. The capital from Chile is Santiago. We live a, a little bit more to the, to the south. As I mentioned at the start of the show, punk has been called a dead genre. But mm-hmm. you guys produce skate punk, and you do skate punk extremely well. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the whole punk genre being dead? It's not like a super popular uh, genre, but here in Chile, there's still a, a group who still loves the style. Uh, our view has not to do with selling a lot and being super popular. Uh, and we understand that the punk style is not super popular, but punk is not dead, it's still alive. And we as musicians, we, we love the style and we, we want to keep going with it, with its power, with its energy and velocity. <laughs> with the new album, Retrocited Nonka. How did you come about to produce the album? You did this independently, or you did it with a record label? We did it independently. I had some tunes in my mind, uh, which I started to record, and then I asked for some musicians to help me uh, recording them, and that's how everything started. It wasn't like a band that we wrote songs, and then we thought about an album. It was a little different. I I had some songs. I started to record them and independent... uh, label thing and then some friends helped me with the with the recording and i don't know that that's when everything started would you describe your music as being for entertainment value or is it as a ministry i would say it has a little bit of both first of all we consider it as a ministry we have a dreams and a vision through and with the with the band which has to do with making this metanoia happen which means the, the change of, of, of mind, the change of uh, focus, to get to know the uh, God's love and receive salvation and knowing Christ uh, as a father and uh, live the joyful life that he has to give. And that's what we want to share, we want to do through the band. Let me tell you that uh, punk rock, uh, we think that uh, has a lot to do with the, with the spirit, with the main part of, of our message. That Christ is so powerful, uh, intense and great that makes you get crazy and nuts with his love so we think that punk rock sticks together with that very very good uh we want to keep going with a uh, with punk rock basically as, as a ministry and we're playing punk rock because we we love the styles 
while we are doing our ministry, we, we have a lot of fun. We, we enjoy it so much. So, yeah, it, it's a little bit of both. Of course, we're talking about punk, but one of your songs throws everybody a bit of a curve because you actually include some jazz at the end of the song. Why did you add the jazz influence? Yeah, the, the name of the song is No Me Avergüenzo. That means I, I don't feel ashamed of. Uh, that's the direct translation. And why the jazz part? <laughs> Sometimes we feel like punk rock can get a little flat. We thought about that, about making that abrupt break at the end. And the, the whole band uh, is not only involved with punk rock music, but since, since we have been playing in our youth uh, ministry group, we have been related to other types of music, uh, like worship uh, music, uh, more jazzy music too. So we, we had some resources that we, we wanted to put at the end of that song, and we thought it, it could be fun. The new album, really, it's quite a tremendous project you guys turned out. It's so well produced, performed, and recorded. Thank you very much. What do you want to see the album do? Good question. Well, uh, as I was telling you, this album started like a personal project with some songs that I had in mind and some covers that I started to record with a, with a friend of mine. Then uh, I started to invite uh, other friends and we, we had the CD. We were not a, a band. When we started to re rehearse the, the songs, uh, that's when Tanoya was born. Right now, even though I think your your vision of the uh, of the album, I think it's pretty cool and I love it. But I feel like like it's still a starting project. The fact that the drums are not real, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Maybe some people don't even notice. But it's a, how do you call that? It's a drum machine. So I hate that. <laughs> I don't like the that fact. And what I expect from the album. I see the, the album like a like a starting stage for our band. I don't know how far that album is gonna go because of the language. We know that the as I was telling you, uh, punk rock is not a very popular uh, type of music here in Chile. But well, in North America, Canada, uh, Europe, China, well, everywhere else, the this style has like more. I don't know how to say it, but it's like it's more there. We're uh, dreaming about a second album in English. As you can see, I can speak a little bit of English, so uh, we're trying to create music in English so we can make a, an improved second production uh, with real drums, uh, with uh, English vocals, so then our music can move everywhere you know, around the, the world. We want to spread our message, and when we sing uh, in Spanish, only Spanish-speaking the people will understand what we're, what we're saying. So we're dreaming about going a little further than than from South America. The language, that's going to help us, for sure. You speak English so well, and it makes me glad because I have absolutely no Spanish. <laughs> well, I, I do my best. I, I hope that my ideas are understandable. What song do you enjoy playing most in concert? Which song? I'd say the first one, Evidente. And why is that? Why is that? Well, first thing, as I told you, like the the half of the of the album are covers, songs that we didn't actually write. So we we love those songs. That's why we we translated them and played them. But you know, you you get to to love more the the songs that you write. So uh, from those that we wrote, I think that the whole band enjoys the that song especially. 
you released a video of your title track, Retrocede Nunca, on your website. How did you record that? That happened uh, because uh, when we started to play, we we thought it, it would be a good idea to play live uh, with, uh, with a split track uh, behind us like uh, supporting the music and with backup vocals and guitars to just to, to have a, a better sound on stage and we we had the the click in our ears for the filming of, of the, the song alive then you can stick it together with a real track and it's almost uh, unnoticeable so the the sound what you hear is not the the <laughs> the alive sound but the one from the track that, that's how we we made it work you're telling all of the secrets of your band. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm speaking too much. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Everybody enjoys the truth. What's the worst performance you've ever had? Uh, that, that was like four five months ago. What happened there uh, was that I think it, that was the, the biggest, the most crowded event that we have been uh, invited to. It was a big conference in, in Santiago, the capital, and we, we still had that uh, philosophy of playing with the backup uh, slate track to have the more powerful sound on stage. What happened there was that the, the headset for the drummer, the one who has the, the click, he had a problem with the, with the thing. So he lost the, the signal through the, um, the big amps. The people w was listening to something, and then we were playing uh, in another tempo. Uh, I don't know if, if that makes sense. Uh, so we were not playing what, what was sounding through the amps. Uh, so th there was uh, a mess, and we got lost from the click, and so we, we had a horrible experience. So when we watched the, the videos and heard the, the recording from that presentation, it was horrible. We, we, we really sucked. <laughs> After that, we, we laughed and we said, you know what, uh, that was the last time we played with Split Track. Not anymore. From that time that we have, we have been playing just live, just like a regular punk rock band. <laughs> it's live only, and if you make a mistake, that's just the way it goes. Exactly, yeah. That's better than, than the other situation. It was so horrible. I can't describe the, the, the whole situation, but it, it was horrible. <laughs> Benjamin, thanks so much for spending some time with The Antidote and sharing your thoughts on Metanoia. Cool, I had a great time. It was fun. <laughs>